There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What you reading? What you reading? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Well, hello. And you know, we talk a lot about what you're watching, but uh, I want to know, especially on a rainy day like this, when you might just want to sit in your fat pants in your cozy chair and flip the pages of a book or listen to it in your earballs. What you reading? 651-641-1071. Why are we talking about this conversation, Colleen? Okay, well, I just was thinking, I have a little extra time in my life right now, and I have a stack of books, like a mile high. Mm. And I think that for a lot of people, the big question is always, what should I read next? Like, you're in the book you're in, mm-hmm. and you might be thinking, like, oh, I'm gonna, I, you have to have something lined up to roll right into. The is the end of a good book. When you don't have another one to look yeah. forward to, yeah. So I thought let's just let's just like crowdsource this, all right? Because this is actually uh, germane to my life as well. Not that this needs to be, but it is. Because it so you're about to finish a book, right? Well, I actually finished a book. It was the Palace Papers, like a oh, couple yeah. weeks back, and ever since I've been drifting aimlessly through trying to get interested in all sorts of books. And I, I you know, sure. But there's nothing that I'm just like sucking Super up Super excited about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 651-641-1071. What's your reading? We've got Jennifer on the line. Hello, Jennifer. Jennifer, what's your reading? Um, so the author's name, she's a Japanese woman. The book is called uh, Breasts and Eggs. And her name is, and Bradley, maybe you can help me with this. It's M-I-E-K-O. Kawakami and Yako Kamakami and she's I've read other books of her convenience store woman and um and heaven which is about bullying and convenience store woman is about Japanese society and females and and males to some extent as if you're of a certain age and you're not married by now and she's a very quirky writer especially in those two books but they're very heavens about this bullying situation it's super intense but beautifully told um and and the breast and eggs i'm having a little harder time with but it's about these two sisters and then one of their daughters and kind of this girl's getting her period and she's not talking to her mom and only communicate via writing and they're all and her mom wants breast implants but their mom had breast cancer and it's just it's, it's a, she's just things. a different style of author that I'm finding fascinating anything I can read from her. I love All this. Right. I just looked her up. Thank you. That's a Thank great you. suggestion, Jennifer. I'm putting I'm making a list. Yeah. No, and absolutely. that one actually sounds like quite enticing. Uh let's go to Janice. Janice is on the line. Hey Janice, what's your reading? Yeah. 
Hi, I am reading We Are Meant to Rise, Voices for Justice from Minneapolis to the World. Oh. Um, the editors are Carolyn Holbrook and David Mira, and it's a series of poems, short stories from all different type of BIPOC um, authors and creative people. And I belong to the Dakota County Library online book club called yeah. Reading for Racial, Reading for Justice, uh-huh. Reading for Racial Justice. And anyhow, we had a discussion on this book last night, and it's not a book that I would normally have picked up, but I am so glad I did. Such intense and vulnerable and just personal stories from from dealing with racism, but also many of the stories also deal with the murder of George Floyd and how it impacted them. So I, very, I would highly recommend the book. I I'm so glad this. you shared that. Yes. I, I knew, uh, I knew not of this book and now it's on the list. Yeah. Same. Thank you so much, Janice. You know what I'm thinking is like, I should, uh, I should, I should make a list of these yeah. that you can just link to, uh, on Amazon and order away because, um, yeah, they're all, it's right there on Amazon and, uh, it is, it sounds very yeah. oh, and I'm important sure there's a bunch for of local this moment. Booksellers around town too that'll thank you. you thank you. That is absolutely true. My favorite is Moon Palace. I would just like to give them a plug. All right, let's go to Annie. Annie's on the line. Hi, Annie. Annie, hi. hi. What you reading? Well, so I always flip between. I always go classical, then a murder mystery, then a Laurie and Julia pick. Oh, I love so this. Right now, I'm in my classical section. I'm reading Valley of the Dolls. Oh. oh, have you read it? And before? I've never read it before, and it's pretty juicy. Oh yeah, have you read it? No, I've not read the book. I've of course, uh, you Seems... know, obsessively watched the movie yeah. over and over again. Okay, so I, I don't, I don't even know the story. Oh, it's just, it's it's a Hollywood gossip. It's great. Yeah, I mean, it's like the best celebrity drama that never existed. Oh my gosh! Yep. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's a really, really great book. And then, can I share another fun fact yes. with you guys? Yeah. Um, so I was doing Audible because I always walk and listen to my books, but oh, I yeah. couldn't get caught up on them because I had so many credits saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, an Amazon hack, you can call them and ask for a silver membership for your Audible and only get one credit every other than it's half the price. Oh, okay. That's good Stop to know. It. Oh my gosh, Annie, yeah. I'm going to do that today. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, sweetheart. Because I kept, like, backing up on credits. Yes, thank you. I'm the same way. Here's, I have so many credits. Can I, I just gave this advice to Julie the other day because she was talking about, um, some audiobook experience too, because I do both. Like if I'm on vacation, I'm reading an actual book. If I'm like day to day, uh, non vacation, I'm probably listening to an audiobook. If you are halfway through an audiobook and struggling to get through because you just don't like it, mm-hmm. return it. Oh, yeah. You've you can told me fully this before. return. Now, like don't get out of control, but there are times where I'm like, I don't like this book. Yeah. Why am I reading this book? Yeah. Return it. Yeah. And you totally can. You just have to go online to do it, and it's very easy. That is, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's that's how it's designed. Don't abuse the privilege, but but if you don't like it, return it. Yeah, it is. Act, that's actually good sound advice. You gave me that a while ago, and I do that occasionally. Um, when I it has to be. Ba- I mean, it has to be like one of those reads where you're like, you you just feel bad because yeah. you're not. I, that just I don't like that. Or if I have something that's been sitting in my Audible for a really long time, yeah. and I just have never found the right time to even mm-hmm. start it, I'm like, I don't need this. Mm-hmm. Give it like give it back and get something yeah. I really want. Uh, let's go to Beth. Hi, Beth. Beth, what's your reading? Hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. Hi, I'm reading The Devil in the White 
City. Oh yes. Didn't we hear about? Didn't we recently talk about this one? Well, this this um, tell us why you love yeah. the book. Well, because of course Keanu Reeves is signed to play, and you yeah. know I'm Mrs. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, right? okay. you remember me? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he's signed to play in the movie, but it's it's really interesting, you know, about the Chicago World's Fair and. Of course, the other interest is there's a serial killer in it, H.H. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holmes, mm-hmm. who is a real serial killer yes. that's trying to prove that he was Jack the Ripper. Okay, I love this. And it's by a it's wonderful... It's a really good book. Yeah, it's, it's all about the construction and all the things that go into that fair. And Yeah. And it's by a wonderful author named Eric Larson, and he also wrote The Garden of the Beasts, or In the Garden of the Beasts, which is on my list I have mm-hmm. not gotten to about. Oh. Okay, I'll have to put that one on. Yeah, and The Splendid and the Vile, I think, is his most recent. Mm -hmm. That's true. Thank you, Beth. Thank you so much for that recommendation. See, now, what's happened here is the stack of books that I have that is as tall as I am has just gotten taller. Yeah, But I love that because it's good to be able to just grab from the top and read your face off. And I'm just going to give another plug for the Palace Papers. If you just need a good, juicy gossip, but also if you kind of love history or the royal family, it's just, uh, it's Tina Brown's latest book and it's a wonderful read. It's just easy because it's low Mm -hmm. stakes, Mm -hmm. but also it's it's well-written. Palace Papers. It's well-written. Can I also just give a really quick plug if you are a person who every time you finish a book, you go, I don't know what to read next. I my brother-in-law and his wife, my sister-in-law, they gifted us me the book of the month club. Oh. So on the first day of every so month, now you really do have a stack of books. I really up. do, and 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 what I do is my sister-in-law also has a membership, so she and I coordinate so we get different books oh. so that we can swap them when we get through them. Oh, that's so a good find idea. Find a reading buddy and like do that's your thing. That's what Jamie does. He has a reading buddy and they swap books all yeah. the time. Um, go. We got an email too from Chelsea who said currently reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, apparently there's some scandal, cover up, it's a fictional story. Oh, and then Annette said this. When COVID started, I shut off the TV and read romance novels. So far, I've read 300 plus with my Kindle. Oh my God. Which reminded me, I wanted to tell people this is kind of important information. If you've got an old, like ancient Kindle, they're going to stop formatting new books for it so just know that okay you might need to upgrade and you can get like a you can get a discount on an upgrade if you um trade yours in all right fyi good to look know. it up i will say don't uh, good luck trading it in for anything of value because i think i put mine in which is not that old and it was like here's five dollars yeah, like, thanks a lot what i do love my kindle though okay I when we too. come back on the colleen and bradley like paper show. books too oh yeah i'll, I'll i all i'm equal opportunity i'll do it all thank you <laughs> when we come back on the we colleen and bradley book. show <laughs> what a gonna, great idea we're gonna talk about a movie so we've gone from tv to books and now we're gonna be talking about a big movie coming out top gun specifically tom cruise after this on my talk 1071 my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer and bradley why are we feeling those top gun feelings well actually because well the movie top gun maverick is coming out and i was listening to Lori and julie yesterday and they had a, a brief conversation about the complicated 
path to uh, or not complicated path to watching Top Gun Maverick if you've paid attention to Tom Cruise in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean, they talked about his connection to Scientology and whether that would make it hard to watch Top Gun Maverick, the movie. And I thought, wow, I hadn't really thought of it too much. Mostly because I'm not super excited for this movie in the way that you are, for mm-hmm. example. I know you're like, this was a huge uh, movie from your youth. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, it was a huge movie from my youth. I just didn't have particular I feels about it. I was a big fan of yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So I hadn't even thought about whether or not I'm actually going to see it. But when I listened to Lori and Julia talk about it, they were both like, well... We've, you know, we've we've kind of decided we're going to see it, but we have people in our lives who will not see anything with Tom Cruise in it. And that, you know, that's stuck in my head. And I mm-hmm. thought, huh, I should probably walk through that exercise in my head or <laughs> out loud on the oh radio show, because I bet I'm not the only one uh, or that Lori and Julie aren't the only ones who've had a similar conversation. So for people who maybe are like, I don't know what you're talking about, like Tom Cruise and his religion, what does that have to do with anything? Well, right? it's probably a little bit more than that. Well, it is, yeah. Um, because it is, yeah. Because the Church of Scientology is not just a religion in the fashion of religions that we've talked about in the past. We don't talk about religion, but whatever. Um there, I mean, there truly, there have, there, this past decade has revealed a lot of, I'm going to say unsavory, and that doesn't seem to cover it, um, facets of Scientology. And he is essentially the right hand man to the leader of Scientology. By all accounts, Tom Cruise. And, and we have listened to several accounts, first hand mm-hmm. accounts of people who say the Church of Scientology as an organization. Um, harmed them or uh, facilitated behaviors that most people would not appreciate. Exactly. Meaning like cutting uh, people off from their family, mm-hmm. um, going after people with private investigators. Like we've had guests on the show who've talked about this firsthand. So that right. complicates the story, right? And there, there is no shortage of celebrities who... When things have been revealed about who they are or were, Mm -hmm. we have then decided to sort of walk away from the stuff they do. Like easy, no problem. Now, Kevin Spacey. In a lot of cases, the world has done that for us. Mm -hmm. So there's no choice to make, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're not going to see a Bill Cosby uh, entertainment experience happening anytime soon. So you're not going to have to make that judgment yourself. Right. Tom Cruise, it's different. And I will say we started the show today talking about Top Gun Maverick. And I said, I think he has been incredibly successful at navigating this movie release and truly getting people excited and just masterfully, you know, sort of played the the Hollywood celebrity game to get as much attention and as much focus on this film such that it's likely, and by all accounts, it's a good film, mm-hmm. to be a blockbuster, yeah. which I think that, you know, we need to acknowledge that. But I also am like, so... I don't have a strong opinion about seeing or not seeing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And why? And why yeah. is that? Right? Yeah. Do yeah. you? I do. I want I want to see it. So I, I didn't. I hadn't really struggled with this or juggled and it? i'm not saying anybody has to struggle with no. this i'm just saying that's the thought that came into my head when i heard Lori and julia talking about it and i thought huh yeah and i hadn't thought about it until honestly until you brought it up and and what i where i landed is just the reality of it the, is that i don't i tend to not gravitate toward tom cruise movies yeah even if they're good yeah um i think the last mission impossible i saw was the first mission impossible movie so I don't, that's, I, that's not a franchise I get into. There's been, he's done tons of roles, obviously, other than that. And I just don't gravitate toward it on purpose, I think, because I have a bad taste in my mouth because of the Scientology connection. But the thing about Top Gun Maverick is that for me, it's like the nostalgia of, for that story supersedes my feelings about Tom Cruise. Probably because those feelings came about prior to exactly. what we learned about Right, so like about Tom Cruise. In the suspension of disbelief, I can have a relationship with the Tom Cruise of Top Gun yeah. without it being any attached to Scientology because he's playing a character that I knew before yeah. any of this. I find it do you think it's because he hasn't been sort of directly implicated in some of the worst aspects of Scientology. Well, I think that's by design on their behalf, yeah. right? Like they don't attach I mean, him to the bad parts. He didn't probably have anything to do with Shelley Miscavige, but he probably knew. And Shelley Miscavige, for those of you who don't remember, is, of course, the wife of the leader of the church. Who has been missing for years. Yeah. Although, Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. It's deep. And if you're interested in it, like, do the deep dive because it's worth it. Yeah. But you're right. He's he's managed to stay an arm's length away from that. It's, very, it's just been very interesting to huh. me. I also wonder if he has created some distance between him and the church such that he can have this much of, you know, a public facing. I think that is. Moment. I definitely think that's intentional for sure. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid. Idiots. After this. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Do I have a feeling? Uh, do I have? Do you have a feeling? Uh, I have a feeling. Yeah, that's my feeling. Uh, oh. It, oh, Holly, is it that generosity feeling? Oh, Holly? you it know almost it. Jojo Siwa. <laughs> oh, we got a Taylor's ring. What are we giving away? We're giving away a pair of tickets. Yay to TC Pride's 50th anniversary Grand Marshal celebration and the Twin Cities Pride Awards hosted by Bradley Trainer. Yes. Hey, I know guy local celebrity bradley and foxy tan we're going to be co-hosting the wonderful event you speak of fun it's june 9th at the women's club of minneapolis how about fourth caller 651-641-1071 is going to win those pair of tickets congratulations can't wait to see you number four Four. and now let's get to those crazy stupid idiots well then i guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot Colleen and Bradley present 
CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Like? West Virginia. Oh, I've never been. I haven't either. I don't think that's one of the states I haven't been to. A few on the East Coast, a few uh, on the West Coast. Uh, most of the other ones I've seen. Yeah. Okay. Now I'd like to take you to West Virginia, specifically on a Saturday. Oh. And I would like to tell you uh, uh, that about 20 miles outside of Charleston, at about 7:30 in the PM, something happened at the Dairy Queen. Oh, 7:30 PM at the DQ on Saturday. Well, if it's anything like my DQ, a bunch of teenagers showed up uh, and they wanted blizzards. Yeah. Teenagers that like blizzards? Feel, I don't know. Well, mine does. Okay. Maybe they, they like a dipped cone. I d- thankfully, they do not like peanut butter parfaits, though, I can tell well, you that's that. that's your favorite. Right. But no it's, offense, but that's, that's like kind of old, lady ice old cream. school ice cream. Well, My grandmother loved a peanut butter parfait. Louise loved her. Well, guess what? A peanut butter, a PBP. Well, Louise PB. has had no. good taste. Oh, yeah, PBP. Yeah. Peanut butter parfait. I do like they have like a um, peanut butter chocolate sundae, but it's like peanut butter um, like drizzle, not the I want peanuts. that. Yeah, actually, I probably would like that better. And get it with cocoa fudge. Life just trust you. you. Just trust, trust me. you. Okay. Now back to the DQ. Uh, no, thankfully there were no teenagers anywhere nearby because when I tell you what happened, your mind's gonna not like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, did a guy run naked into the vestibule? <laughs> no, but he did drive his vehicle at top speed into the Dairy Queen at 730 on Saturday, why about would, 20 miles why, outside of what? Charleston. I don't know. Go to the article and then open the video. It's in a tweet. And then watch the video. Uh, here's what happened. Thankfully, no one was hurt. But a 40-year-old guy in West Virginia named Casey Oxley is now facing charges after intentionally driving his SUV into the <gasps> Dairy Queen at full speed. And, you know, they say even in the article, it looks like it's sped up. That's like full speed. That is the correct speed. Oh, my God. He was in a Kia Soul, which appeared to be fairly new, crashed straight through the little DQ. It looks like a, I don't know if it's one of the Brazier ones, but it's like a standalone yeah. DQ experience. Yeah. Brazier, I mean, it, it looks like, thank you. We used to call it Brazier. But also, I don't, I mean, yeah, it looks like it's in the middle of a road, frankly. Yeah, so he crashed straight through the front entrance and also a big window next to it. Luckily, in there? There is a dining room, and luckily it had, uh, there were no customers inside because it had just been remodeled and hadn't opened yet. So thankfully, but also... They just remodeled it. Ooh. The what owner a says, "Why did he do that?" The owner says that he almost opened it that morning, but his wife convinced him to wait until Monday. Thank God! No kidding. A few employees were there, but happened to be opposite the corner of the building when it happened. He did get out and try to assault several of them. It amazes me that that guy was able to get out of the car after yeah. you see how fast that car hit that building. Yeah, that's unbelievable. They say it was uh, intent. Uh, what intentional but they're not sure why that is terrible it's terrifying it's absolutely terrifying and thankfully no one was hurt but kidding um 
Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm watching video of the inside after. Oh gosh. Yeah. So now they're going to have to remodel that oh, thing that's again. Oh, so awful. But let's hope insurance covers that. Oh my gosh. Well, he's been uh, taken to the hospital and hopefully. And then probably jail. Yeah. He was charged right. with five counts of attempted malicious wounding. That's terrible. <sighs> All right. Okay. I'm going to bring you to a little bit of a lighter side. Okay. okay at first, it's not going to sound light, but just trust me. Okay. Just trust me. Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, this appears. I don't, there's not really a crazy, stupid idiot in here, maybe, but it's just a funny story. And sometimes you just have to put those in crazy, stupid idiots because there's nowhere else to put them. So, it starts with, and also it's in the sun, but it's not the US sun. So, I just want to read you the first sentence because it makes me smile. Vikram Dawson, Dawson, 36, had stopped driving to have a wee when he came running back to the car in shock. Oh my God. So, he left the car to go to the bathroom on the side of the road. Yep. We've and all he been there. saw, yep. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, he saw something under a bush. Oh no. He saw a. Naked body oh! face down. Oh, I know. Oh my God, this is like the like the beginning shots of like a detective I know. show called Death in Paradise that I watch every night oh. with my partner. Okay, see, so I'm going to tell you like the rest this of the story. Is the opening, you know, guy goes to pee. He's like, do to do zip. Comes running back to the car, dead body. But here's what I want to know: is if the rest of the story is what happens in Death in Paradise. I'm assuming it's not because otherwise you wouldn't be telling us this because it would be morbid and sad. Yeah. So his wife, Shreya Vikram, she called 999 because that's the number you call uh, in the UK to report that somebody had been killed and thrown in the bushes near Cornwall. They must have been terrified. But she also was like, I got to see this thing for myself. So she went to peak and uh, saw a bare leg sticking out of the shrubbery. Oh my gosh, this is so scary, right? But you know it's going to have a, a happy ending, maybe? A happy ending? Well, it's going to have... How do you a, find a body in a... the bushes and end up with... Was it like somebody passed out from a night of partying? So the police showed up. They were there. They were ready to... Uh, so they like taped off the area. They had a body bag. They were all ready oh God. for the situation. Also, as the family was Where's waiting... happy ending? It's coming. As the family was waiting for the cops to come, they noted a very suspicious bald man with neck tattoos slowly driving past and then returning again 15 minutes later. Oh, that's creepy. So like the criminal, the 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 murderer had returned to, to the, the crime scene? scene? Of the crime. Again, this is totally an episode of I Death know. in Paradise. Now here's the ending. Okay. The cops, after taping off the area and having the body bag, went to pick the body up and they felt like that body didn't really feel the weight that they thought it should. What? And then they flipped it over and they realized that it was a pale rubber sex doll. Oh! (laughs) Oh my God, it was a blow-up doll? It wasn't. Okay, so the picture that accompanies this is a blow-up doll. I think it was one of those, like... Not maybe a real doll, but somewhere between blow up and real doll. It was it was human. Quote, it turned out to be a pale rubber sex doll. I think I saw breasts. Exactly. <laughs> so what they don't know is if it was somebody playing a prank well, or if somebody just didn't want their sex doll anymore. Okay, well there are easier yeah. ways to dispose of a, an unwanted sex well, doll. Do you want to share? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Then throwing it in the bushes. I mean, I think. 
That's exactly where. Stop it. Um, the, the question that I would have though is that you you said the guy drove by slowly. Like, was that the guy who was That's like a red herring? Oh, I'm just kidding. I don't know. No, like because I could see where the guy would be like. <laughs> I bet like, it was the guy think who it's a body. It. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Only in this world we live in, not funny. Not really. And can you imagine? Like, I bet those people were truly traumatized for a few minutes because if you really thought it was yes. a body. You would be mortified and terrified. And like they have kids. Their kids were in the Uh, car. I mean, can you imagine? No. No. But you know what? Here's what I will tell you. You know, 25 years from now, those kids are going to be telling their spouses and their own kids that story. At the time, my parents found a body in the bushes. And it was a sex doll. That would make a great family story. Right? I might adopt it and start telling it. Okay. Just kidding. I don't think that's how that works. Uh, No. Bradley, where are we going next? Uh, We are going to McDonald's. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Uh, We are going to McDonald's in Lancashire, England. Okay. And I want to tell you about a guy who did something that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. He got angry about a sausage and egg McMuffin or a pair of McMuffins that he was supposed to get. Apparently, he had been asked to wait 15 minutes for his food in the car. Uh... And he was not happy about that. He refused, in fact, to wait in the car. For his McMuffins? Yeah. So what did he do? Well, that's what earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. So uh, he refused to move his vehicle after staff asked him to wait in the parking lot for his two double sausage egg McMuffins at a McDonald's on Sunday morning. What is the deal? I don't know. Apparently, he was very hungry and wanted his McMuffins, but it's how long he waited. That makes him a crazy stupid. Well, because he wouldn't move. You know, they told him, you know, oh. like you get like yeah. you get up to the thing and they're like, they're not ready. I'm going to need you to pull, pull over, over here. Spot number and he's like, one, I'm not moving until I get my McMuffins. Oh, no. He waited. Oh, he waited. And he waited. And he waited. And he waited. You want to know how long he waited? An hour. Two hours he blocked the drive-thru at mcdonald's for two solid hours the standoff only ended two hours later after police were called i would have said perhaps after about 20 minutes we could have called police but england maybe you know 20 minutes i'm thinking like 10 i'd be like dude you gotta move after he threatened to quote stay there all week if necessary he blocked the drive-thru for two more hours until police arrived he said i'm not moving i'm well within my rights asking for a refund to be put back on my card Eventually, they gave him a refund uh, and then tried to give him a letter. I don't know what that means, but um, when the police showed up, he's like, okay, I'll leave. Bye. Okay, can I also just say, like, that sounds like hanger to me, and you might want to I'd be like, while you're waiting for your McMuffins, here's a uh, hash brown, which delightfully is much like a potato cake from Arby's. they're not even the same. They're nowhere near Literally the same thing. Not at all. They produced by the same... Good company totally good no you don't know that i just made it up but the potato cake consortium okay yeah you know what it's potatoes the two of you what you're doing right now for potato foil. cakes is is punishable by law i Who's made that law? up i made mine try me okay my so law. we don't have to follow it is what you're saying yeah it's okay. a suggestion at your own peril so i'm the supreme court and i just overruled <laughs> your law it's unconstitutional yeah. Bye. don't even try to bring a sign to protest but listen, I will tell you this. Do not tell me, don't tell me that the potato cake and the 
hash brown are the same because they're not. And they're both I would good. Like, I, here's the thing. I don't know that to be true. Tell me why they are different. Oh. I mean, other than your like dedication Again, and, and commitment. I need you to know, I, I also like the hash brown from McDonald's. So it's not that I'm saying I like one and I don't like the other, but there is a difference. So the potato within the potato cake is is bl- is a fine blend. It's n- it's more it's it's more to the mashed potato mouth feel than it is to oh, the really? hash brown. Yeah. Oh, it's, so it's not that it's like dicey finer, potato experience. Yes, exactly. It's a finer, fluffier potato experience. Then I didn't know that. The I don't think I've ever crust, had a potato cake to be clear because it nothing compares to a curly fry. No, from no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Then why, mm-hmm. why, why? Have why did they get rid of the yourself? potato cake? Because people like curly no. fries better. What? Why have you involved mm-hmm. yourself in the discussion of potato cakes, having never had the pleasure of a potato cake? I, I can't. Okay, but so wait, really quick. I have to finish what makes it Please. different. Then the outer crust of the potato cake, because the outer crust is surrounding that very finely diced She has her eyes closed, potato, by the way. Because I don't want to be distracted. It is, it's a smoother and a crispier outer shell, and it's very salty. So it's just a 